Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Whole Nine Sports Podcast. Uh, my name is Brandon Olson, and you can find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Um, flying solo tonight because right now it is uh, my co-host Dylan Sanders. It's his birthday. You can find him on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. Uh, so it's just going to be me tonight running through the tight end preview. Um, going to have eight free agent tight ends, eight draft tight ends. I'm doing this episode alone because tight end is arguably my favorite position uh, on offense. So always been a big fan of him. Um, see, I'm not. there's not really much news for me to go through right now. Uh, it's kind of just... We're waiting for the combine. We're going to do a preview in the midweek episode. Hopefully that'll come out either Wednesday or Thursday. Um, Yeah. uh, So I'm just going to go ahead and kind of get into it. Because, yeah, of course, not a ton of news to talk about right now. Nothing really major happening. Uh, It sucks, though, that actually right before, a few days before this, uh, this recording... When we were doing the tight end preview, uh, Greg Olson, former Panthers and Bears tight end, signed with the Seattle Seahawks. Um, so that sucks because that would have been really fun to talk about. But for those of you that don't know, for this preview, uh, I'll be going through the players, eight eight free agents, eight draft. Uh, I'm kind of just gonna go through like one landing spot. I'm gonna pick where I think that they'd be awesome and could realistically end up uh not really going with these crazy scenarios uh that are going to be coming out of left field so with that being said time to get into it uh the first tight end that i'll be looking up i'm starting with free agents is uh hunter henry tight end from the los angeles chargers who he's still only 25 um he this he was relatively healthy this year first time in a long time he's been he's battled injuries throughout his career uh he's the guy that it's kind of hard to gauge how much interest he's going to have but i would love to see him stay in la uh, especially with whoever is going to be quarterbacking there whether it's Tyrod Taylor or some rookie or if they bring in a free agent having a reliable tight end is more valuable than uh it, it's it's very valuable it's it's crucial to have that check down option that's reliable of course they have Austin Eckler in LA still but he hasn't really been an every down back that we've seen him do consistently uh they've always gone running back by committee so having hunter henry there is awesome for them uh i do know that the talking football guys mentioned the possibility or the idea of him going to new england if tom brady is there that'd be just insane uh we know how awesome he always is with his tight ends and how productive they always end up being uh, this, the next tight end is Austin Hooper from the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I'm sure Dylan hates him. <laughs> um, Hooper's a guy, though, that he is going to make 
a lot of money, um, given that he's been a relatively healthy tight end. He's been productive pretty much his entire career. Uh, he's a guy that I could see either go to New England or I kind of like the Green Bay fit. Uh, they've been trying to solve their tight end issues for a couple seasons now. Um, it just hasn't really worked with them with Jared Cook and Jimmy Graham, and they've been looking for that reliable tight end. Uh, they had Jermichael Finley earlier in Aaron Rodgers' career. He was productive with the team. So I think that Austin Hooper, if they could afford it and if they can get him there, would be just a phenomenal pickup because Green Bay is a team where everybody's mocking receivers to them early because they're looking for that second option. You can get your second option in a tight end. Um, that That's perfectly fine to have that. So he could help free Devontae Adams up a bit. Um, and Rodgers, I'm sure, would love to have an athletic tight end like Hooper. The third tight end is Eric Ebron, former Detroit Lion, former Indianapolis Colt. Uh, I never said this on Twitter. I'm not sure if I'm still supposed to say it, but I had been told before the season that Eric Ebron was kind of on the outs with the Colts before the season, way before the season even started. Uh, so this is not an unexpected departure. I know he kind of had like a rocky ending with the injury. Is he really hurt? Even though he got surgery uh story that came out um i think he ends up in new england this is one of the few picks where i'm like this is where he will end up i think uh i think that he won't cost an arm and a leg he's a valuable red zone option uh capable blocker for sure not great but he but he's definitely capable um and yeah, I think he'd be super productive, destroy the middle of the field along with Julian Edelman and James White, um, assuming they're all there. Who knows what's going to happen with the Patriots, honestly. Uh, we might have a whole episode just talking about that situation, if we're being real. Um, next up is Jordan Reed, who played for the Washington Redskins, and he was just released the other day. He missed the entire 2019 season with a concussion that he received in the preseason by, I believe, former former Florida Gator teammate uh, Keanu Neal. I know the hit people say were, was a dirty hit. I don't really think it was. I think it kind of just was one of those things that just happened. Um, that. I, I don't think it was a dirty hit. I think Jordan Reed was falling as Keanu Neal was trying to lay the hit, and they kind of just collided at that point, but it wasn't necessarily intentionally dirty. Um, illegal, but not intentionally dirty, is my point. Uh, Jordan Reed's landing spot, I'm putting N.A. I think this man should retire. Uh, he has had far too many concussions. I think he should just call it quits. You've made your money. You've had your fun. And honestly, you're probably already feeling the effects of all the head injuries recently. Um, so I, I hope that he just calls it a day. Um, yeah, I, I love him. I think he's awesome. But I just, I, I don't want to see him. Uh, I don't want to see him play anymore. It's just, it's yikes. Um... 
Moving on to the next free agent tight end is Vance McDonald is the next guy we're talking about. Uh, Steelers tight end, former 49ers tight end. He, I think he ends up, or I think he could end up with Chicago. Uh, I think he's an athletic tight end, fun option. I think Trey Burton's on his way out. That signing Trey Burton, that just hasn't worked out for Chicago, which sucks because you love Trey Burton. Um, I thought that when he came over from Philly that he was going to be able to be their tight end one because I know that people were talking about um, that he could only be a tight end two when he was behind Ertz. But I, it has not worked out with him. He, I'm pretty sure the Bears didn't have a single tight end with over 100 yards on the season. Um, it just, it hasn't worked out with them. Their offense has been stagnant to begin with, but specifically here, just hasn't worked out. So I think Vance McDonald could come in, and whether or not he works, I don't think he would cost a lot. I think you can get him short term, or at least a deal where you can opt out early on if that's what you choose to do um yeah i just think it hasn't worked out for him it hasn't worked out for chicago with trey burton bringing in vance mcdonald could be a fresh face in there uh big body reliable target for mitch trubisky or whoever you have back there lord knows what's going on there um next option is the man (laughs) who's older than time itself really uh jason witten i pray he does not end up with the giants um i know that's a connection people have been trying to make because of jason garrett uh i don't i don't see it i don't think that they're gonna pay him what he probably would want um and he's kind of he kind of seems like he's willing to come back if he has interest which i'm not sure if there is a ton of interest in him um i know i wouldn't be at all (laughs) um he's just he's really up there in age Uh, i could see him going to the washington redskins though replacing jordan reed bringing in a veteran presence reliable reliable hands guy for Dwayne Haskins, uh, assuming that they stick with him, because you're an idiot if you don't. I hated when Arizona got rid of Josh Rosen after one year. I would hate it if Washington tried to replace Dwayne Haskins after one year. You don't know what you have in one year. Even if someone's terrible, you don't know that that's all they're ever going to be when they're this young. And Haskins especially, because he started one year in college and then went to the NFL. So he is especially the guy where it's like, you don't know what you have. You have a really raw quarterback. That's all you know. Uh, Next is Tyler Eifert, who I think that he stays in Cincinnati. Um, I know he's kind of somewhat fallen out of favor there. Uh, A lot of that is due to injuries. He had a really bad ankle injury a few years ago that just it was gruesome it was it was ugly it was just rough to watch um yeah that was that was a tough one to see but he's he looks like he's better or at least physically healthier now from what i've seen from him recently I think he stays in Cincy. I think they like to, or I know that they like to keep their guys kind of in-house, especially if they're not going to cost a lot. 
and Eifert should not be commanding a lot of money at all with his history and kind of lack of production recently. And the last free agent tight end that I'll be talking about, because I still have the eight eight in uh, incoming rookies. So the last free agent tight end I'll be talking about is Charles Clay, former Bill, former Dolphin. And I I used to love this guy so much when he was with the Dolphins. He was just awesome to me. And when he went to Buffalo, he got paid a pretty penny. Um, yeah, I thought he was awesome. I think that he's another guy that could end up in New England. Um, I think that they're looking for this kind of tight end also where they have Ebron's more of the red zone threat, but Charles Clay can kind of, he, he can move, he can't move as well as he used to, but he he's still a mover. Um, and they, they always get their tight ends open and get them the ball. Again, assuming Tom Brady comes back. Uh, that's a big if, I know, but assuming Brady comes back. And then... So now... Now. Sorry. it's It's been a day. Um, now, moving on to the draft-eligible tight ends, or the incoming draft tight ends. Uh... Starting off with Bryson Hopkins, the tight end out of Purdue. He is a big body. He can move. He is not your blocking your blocking type. That is not his game at all. Uh, he is a great route runner for tight end. Really reliable hands. Um, I think he, he might be one of those guys that starts immediately in the NFL. And kind of given his range... Um, if Hunter Henry walks, I could see him ending up in LA. Um, I, I would love to see him there. I think especially he'd be awesome in the little, the powder blues that they have. Um, he's a guy that I could see go late first round to maybe the Packers. Uh, if they don't find a veteran to start to, uh, slide in there. I think they could be looking for a draft guy for a draft end early, and honestly, I think that the Packers just care about getting a mismatch weapon and someone that can move around, produce, and I think Bryson Hopkins could be that guy. And being that he wouldn't be too heavily relied on early, I think that'd be perfect for him. Um, yeah, if if you don't put the pressure on Bryson Hopkins to succeed early. I think that he'll be an absolute steal, even if you take him late first, which I would not. I, I like to make that clear. I would not at all. But uh, I think when you're a team like the Packers, you kind of have that luxury of doing that because most of their team needs right now are kind of... They need a starting tackle if they don't bring back Brian Bulaga. They need a wide receiver to play opposite Devontae Adams, which if you get a valuable young athletic tight end you kind of replace that need to have another reliable option in the passing game um linebacker i don't think is a huge need for them um 
just their lines or you know they they need some help but i think for the most part it's just depth that they need um so i think green bay could be a great fit for bryson hopkins and the next tight end is he's someone that i love uh i don't think he'll go early at all i think he might even be a day three kind of guy uh hunter bryant the tight end from washington he's kind of small or thinly framed um He's 6'2", 240. He is basically Evan Ingram. Uh, that That's what he is. He's just, he's this year's Evan Ingram. Um, he could be moved around a ton. He's going to have to be moved around a ton. Or at least I think he will. Um, I would love to see him wind up in Pittsburgh. I think he'd be awesome there with Ben for a year and then whoever's there later on I think that Hunter Bryant could be an awesome fit there not a good blocker just definitely letting that out there he's not a good blocker he's not the answer there but I do think that he'll be one of those potentially thousand yard receiving tight ends in in a couple years not not at all in this year but uh he could be that that big time receiver at tight end that we haven't seen and that we haven't seen work in a while hoping no offense can but we'll see um and thaddeus moss is the third draft tight end that i'm going to be talking about right now um i know dylan loves him of course because he's lsu the son of randy moss so great pedigree he's got it in the genes um, but he's probably the first, he's the first guy that we're talking about that he is your, uh, your prototypical, like old school tight end. And since where he's an inline guy who is a good blocker, which you don't see often from these college kids because everything's so spread out. You don't really see an inline tight end. Who's a good blocker. Um, he can get it done in the passing game. He's kind of he he's kind of the weird one now. Like it used to be the tight ends that were basically uh just bigger receivers were the weird ones. But now it's the inline guys that have gotten a little odd. Um and that's Thaddeus Moss this year. He's the best inline guy we've got in the draft and easily the best blocker. I personally think that he might end up in and i would love it if he does but he might end up with the giants because i think they're looking for that second tight end to work opposite evan ingram because when you put evan ingram on the field he's not a good blocker at all so i think if you can get ingram in the slot and you can get thaddeus moss in line that could work out fantastic for the giants uh that's basically going 11 personnel at that point so that'd be fantastic would love that so much um not super athletic he's he's not athletic like his father but he's still a very talented football player the biggest negative that i have for thaddeus moss um durability has been an issue but also his age he's i believe 24 now which it's horrible for me to think of that a guy that's my age um is thought of as an older guy he's about to be 23 
so it's not not even that bad um but he's still older than most guys in the draft which is just stunning and he's a redshirt sophomore because of injuries so yeah he uh it's it's just i i think that he can be super productive fantastic blocking tight end and i think he's probably one of the safest options you can find in the draft at tight end this season um and then or in this draft the next guy is someone that i have very openly loved since i first watched him uh at the start of this season and that is Josiah DeGuara from Cincinnati. I think that he is just... He is another guy that he can play in line, and he can block you, and he can block you well, especially for a tight end. But he's also got the dual threat ability where he can kind of stretch the field vertically. He can get up the seam and make some plays there in the passing game. And I think he is, I would love it if he went to the Giants, but I don't think that's what's going to happen. I don't think that's the approach that they're going to take. Um, I would actually like to see him in Washington because one, I'd get to watch him twice a year and they play the Giants. And two, I think he'd be a very reliable uh, option for Dwayne Haskins or whoever is playing quarterback there. Uh, hopefully Dwayne Haskins. But Josiah DeGuar is a day three pick at the moment, but I think he's an absolute steal. Uh, or I think he will be an absolute steal. He's got all the tools you need to be successful. He's got size. He's got strength. He's got the spirit. Um, incredibly nice guy. I spoke to him a little bit down in Mobile. Uh, we're hoping that we can get him on the podcast in the coming weeks. Um, we had him scheduled a couple weeks ago but then we decided to reschedule until after the combine so we're hoping that we can kind of work that out as soon as possible after the combine ends so that that's fun that you'll get to hear him talk you get to hear us talk to him about playing at cincy and what it's like to be a small school prospect coming up and how awesome that is what this draft process has been like for him um so yeah then so that's the first half of the draft tight ends we've now gotten through and then starting the second half we have oh god all right um i'm sorry if this sucks but albert okwebunam is how i've been saying it i'm gonna keep saying it like that until someone tells me that i'm wrong um he is your typical not even typical because he's not he's not ingram or bryant but he's your tight end that you can play him in line but he is not a great uh and not a great blocker at all um he's he offers the receiving ability he had kind of a down year this year but honestly so did pretty much everybody out of missouri um they just had a rough time getting through the season really it was it was a rough year for them uh albert okwebunam he used to be thought of as like a day one guy now he's uh, for me he's like a mid day three pick kind of guy um 
I would really like to see him in Tampa Bay. I know tight ends are not a need for them at all with O.J. Howard. I would like to see him working opposite O.J. Howard. I think having those two big bodies on the inside with big-bodied Chris Godwin and Mike Evans on the outside, and then as, assuming Jameis comes back, uh, he's someone that he needs big bodies to throw to because he could be yikes. Um, so I would love to see Okwe Bunam on the field working opposite O.J. Howard, working up the seam, just giving opposing defenses absolute nightmares. I I would love to see him in Tampa Bay. Um, the next guy is like, he's a weird story. He is also one of the older guys in the class, and he's an LSU quote-unquote tight end. Um, Steven Sullivan is 6'6", 254, and he used to play wide receiver. Um... So I would definitely not expect him to ever really, or I, I hate saying ever, um, I, I wouldn't expect him to line up on the inside much, in line at all. Um, I think he he's going to find his, uh, his best usage and he's going to make his money in the red zone. He's a huge threat. We saw him in Mobile. I still remember there was one play where they brought him in to tight end and motioned him out on day three. Uh, they set him at tight end, motioned him out wide, and he was one-on-one with a corner, and it was just that they never had a chance. I forgot who was covering him, but they never had a chance. Um, Sullivan's another like Hunter Bryant, Evan Ingram type kind of guy. Uh, I think he'll be the mismatch weapon. I think he could actually be less of the straight line threat that Evan Ingram is and more of the agile threat because Evan Ingram's kind of just he's a straight line runner um Stephen Sullivan is not (laughs) and he's he is going to be a mismatch nightmare when he's on the field but he is pretty limited right now in his skill set so he's gonna need some time to at least sit back and learn a little bit uh, wouldn't expect much from him really for this year for sure maybe even two years maybe three years um, but I would like to see him go to New Orleans uh, keeping him in Louisiana would be fun keeping him in an offense where as long as Sean Payton's there he's gonna find ways to get playmakers the ball so I think that'd be ideal for him uh, moving on to the second to last tight end is Adam Troutman from Dayton. Uh, this dude is built. Like, he is chiseled. Um, no doubt about it. He is just, he was insane to watch in Mobile. Super nice to talk to. He's got great size. Uh, he can be an inline blocker for sure. Um, he's he's shown the ability to produce in the receiving game. Uh, we um, in Mobile, we were at a press conference and Jim Nagy was talking about Adam Troutman, and he goes, "Yeah, my scout left at halftime." And when I asked why, he goes, "He's got four touchdowns in the first half of this game. He's good." Um, 
see so yeah, he's he's a little rough around the edges uh on on film he does he has these mental mistakes mental errors but he's going to be i think a stud in the nfl um i would i would have liked to say that he would end up with the raiders but with them drafting uh foster moreau last year it doesn't seem likely i think that adam troutman could be a guy that goes to atlanta um, I think that they would probably get good usage out of him, and they have a need for tight end, especially assuming Austin Hooper leaves. But even if they keep Austin Hooper, Troutman would be awesome to have opposite um, opposite Hooper. So I would love to see that fit. Personally, I know Dylan would hate to see that because he'd have to watch Adam Troutman go against the Saints defense twice a year. And the last tight end is Sean McCune. And I know it's spelt like McKeon, but I've heard people, I've heard commentators say McCune, and I hate it. Um, I see him possibly ending up in Carolina, working behind Ian Thomas for a year or two, and then moving up. He is your typical Michigan tight end. Um, I realize that it kind of just sounded like I said Michigan, Michigan uh, tight end. He is not a great athlete he's not he's not slow or weak or unathletic he's or unathletic he's just not a superb athlete like we've seen some of these guys now um he's a solid blocker he's a reliable receiver he's a worse less athletic thaddeus moss basically um I do really like him. I like the tight ends that Michigan produces. I know that they haven't really worked out in the NFL yet, but I am a big fan of how they look on tape and what they can do. Um, I would like to see McCune with the Panthers or another team possibly where he can just kind of sit back and learn for a bit would be the Chiefs or Colts, two other teams. Uh I think he's got potential, but he'll probably end up best being like a Rhett Ellison type of guy, which is not a bad uh, career ceiling to have or not a bad goal to reach at all. Um, yeah, I, I, I like this film. He's a guy that I really enjoyed watching and big fan of his. And then, so, yeah, guys, that's the uh, that's the tight end preview. Um Hopefully, you enjoyed it. And then, real quick, I just wanted to touch on something that we've been just force-feeding down people's throats on Twitter uh, <laughs> and all social media that we can, is that Hold Nine Sports, we're trying to expand. Um, we're trying to bring in merchandise that we could sell. We're trying to... Uh, advertise and honestly one of the things that we really want to do right now is that we want to find a way to start paying our writers because we have 30 people on staff and not a single one of them gets paid for the work that they do with whole nine sports some of us get paid for writing for other sites and people that don't that aren't writers but still work with whole nine they get paid doing their thing with other sites but uh Whole Nine is hoping to expand to be able to pay their writer or pay their talent, honestly, not just writers. Um, 
But we want to be able to pay people. We want to be able to advertise and grow. We're trying to just uh, speed up this process of us growing because we've been growing. We've almost doubled in, or we have doubled in viewership over the past six months. So we're growing at a insane rate, way faster than we ever thought. But we're trying to just speed it up a little bit and we're hoping that, that by the draft we'll have this settled where we can get this money in, get some t-shirts out, get some hoodies out maybe for uh, the fall later on. But yeah, we're trying to expand. So if you want to go, if you want to help, you can look at on Twitter at Whole9Sports. It's our pinned tweet. Um, you can check us out on Instagram. I'll post it again today when the episode comes out. Uh, Facebook, you can. That's the last thing that we've said. It's pinned up top too. Uh, it's a GoFundMe. You could look up Whole Nine Sports expansion if you want. Um, we're about thirty percent of the way to our goal, so we're about a third of the way there, which is pretty good considering that it's been a day. Um, this this is one of those times where I say it's been a day, literally time wise, not just where I mess something up and I say ah, it's been a day. Um, yeah, so if you would like to help us out, we'd appreciate it a ton. If not, we'd appreciate a share. Uh, if you can't help by donating, that's fine. We'd appreciate that you share it with that you share it with your friends. Hope that we can get the word out a bit. We've had a ton of support from people with this, and can't express enough how much I appreciate that. How much we appreciate that. Um. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it on that. It's on GoFundMe, Whole Nine Sports Expansion, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. You could find it anywhere. Um, we'll include a link in the description too. Yeah, that's about it for me tonight. Uh, once again, I am Brandon Olson. You can find me on Twitter at wns underscore brandon. My co-host, who's not here tonight because he's celebrating his birthday, and Mardi Gras is dylan sanders you can find him on twitter at dilly sanders you can find whole nine sports on twitter at whole nine sports you can find us on facebook and instagram at whole nine sports also uh we'll be back again either wednesday or thursday with a combine preview we're really excited for that can't wait to talk about the combine so excited this week is finally here um yeah and we might do something online for the combine we'll figure it out we're trying to but for whole nine sports i'm brandon olson oh god that sounded like i was ending a newscast um thank you for listening and we will be back in a few days bye